Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hit it, pat it, hand. 
be there early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rat tools. They're bumped by the latest trucks From 9 to 11 We do it in the dark Like we used to do it in the park For the most part From the very second that the show starts You witness it composed off Think Mozart huh. The love received so far Has been so hard There's a few dudes to run But they medulla they sharp Man they so soft Don't be thrown off Any Zolar Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. Go back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Nordalance Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill, Portland Live and Direct. Very soon to be joined by my co-host. Welcome back. Welcome back for another powerful episode. Yes, indeed, family. Yes, indeed. With no further ado, call us from the 347 Peace. Peace, 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 peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace to the family. Your brother Red Pill reporting live and direct. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, family. All right. What's good with you, man? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I can't call it all as well, man. I'm here, you know, just happy to be here, Uh, you know. That's basically it. Okay. Yeah. I ain't nothing new to share with the people since we since we heard from you last. I mean, you know, it's a lot of things to share. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll be getting into it tonight. I'm sure you have uh, some stuff that you want to share about your experiences in New York City. You know, um, uh, a city on edge. You know, a city on a city on the verge. You know, I'm talking about um, a city that has an energy that has reawakened in it from um, what I'm feeling, not just what I'm seeing. You know, I don't expect to go outside and see everybody, you know, in their black power militant stance or people demonstrating. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, or people even exhibiting a sense of. Uh, Consciousness. I'm not looking for that in everybody. I'm not. I'm not. I don't drink that uh, flavor or brand of Kool Aid, you know. But what I do see is what's being shown to me. Uh, s- salute to you and Brother Rich for the footage that you guys did and put together. You uh, definitely reminded me about you know the power of guerrilla journalism and why it is you know you are who you are. 
you know what I'm saying, and why I know the ledge is what it is. You feel me? And it also re- it reminded me of what it, what it is that you were doing before you got on board with Know the Ledge, before we took this thing uh, to the, uh, the radio and whatnot, because you originally were the man behind the camera, behind the mic, doing um, interviews with uh, industry um, people like rappers, producers, and things of that nature, v- video vixens. Right. Yeah, how right. your boy? Yeah. So, um, I mean, but I also it, was doing, and along the lines of what you saw, I also was covering protests. I was covering street no, demonstrations. Yes. I was covering, you know, political functions. And I was going to get guerrilla, into that. Yeah, guerrilla reporting has always been, that's my calling card. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being in situations where, you know, there's a lot of movement, there's things going on, and I'm jumping from interview to interview, you know, going with the, the energy of the people. I think that's my forte. I, I was That's a natural gift. Not, not you know only is that, so, Not only is that your forte, but this environment that we're in right now, this is my environment. This is my, you know, this is the environment that I thrive in. This is the, this is the environment that I'm able to grow in. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know if it's a scorpion thing. I don't know what it is, but I would rather be part of an environment, or I'd rather be in a, an electrified environment where you're not. You know, so much is going on, like. Anything is possible, you know. People are on edge. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like the cards. Yeah. I, I like to yeah, have the, the cards. The realm, the the realm of yeah, in the realm of you know, just you know, anything's possible. Like you said, it's just so many things that are swirling on. It's chaos, right? I love it. It's a Scorpio thing. You throw yourself in the midst, in the middle of chaos, and then you bring order by arranging a story in the middle of it. You start pulling in all of these components in the midst of chaos, and you form something, you know, that has so much meaning because you're catching people with their raw emotion. You know what I'm saying? None of it is scripted. All of it is people just just coming from the hip. You know what I'm saying? Just speaking from their heart, and it's organic. And when when something like that is captured and then they share with other people, then they see it. You know, they see the the uniqueness and the genuineness in it. I was getting a lot of phone calls, you know, feedback from um, people that were just thoroughly thankful and, and appreciative. And, you know, they was like, <laughs> you need to stop doing radio and just do that. So, Well, my thing is this, you know, you don't need to stop radio. But what we do need to do and what that showed I, I, me. I, yeah, I, so. think, I think more so, you know, is saying that never let go of that passion. You know, it, 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 that's something that you were born to do. That's something that comes natural to you. You know what I'm saying? That's not forced at all. That's just, it flows. And that's something that people never necessarily get. Like, you'll look at seeing that Don Lemon, Don Lemon can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and right now, media is an issue. People are like, yo, why don't we hear these conversations on CNN? CNN continuously is telling you it's not a race problem, it's not a race problem. And we're not saying that it is, but what we are saying is that why don't they have diverse voices to represent what the people feel? Leave it up to the, let the people talk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, them Europeans, you know what I'm saying, why they not on CNN talking about the fact that, you know, they, they, you know, they want systematic change, period, you know? 
Yes. CNN yes, will tell you there's no such thing as white privilege. Let's go right to the streets to the people and have them tell you what white privilege is about. And one of the good things that I, I would say that, you know, your demonstration did show, and, you know, hopefully there's angels out there, as in angel investors, and, you know, uh, people who are willing to be visionaries when they see, you know, the void being filled. I'm studying wealth creation and other things right now, and one of the things that always are that this, this continuously repeated in the um, studying that I'm doing is the fact that, you know, in order to become wealthy, you have to give the people what they want and bring to the people what they're asking for. Now, I don't want to misconstrue, I don't want to confuse anybody when I say the term wealth. They may think that I'm talking about the accumulation of dollar bills or what they call or what they're familiar with as money. That's not what I'm talking about. Wealth is not money. It is a byproduct of wealth. Money is a byproduct and is a means of exchange of wealth. That is not wealth. Wealth is know the ledge radio archives. Wealth is know the ledge TV archives. Wealth is Sinetta TV's archives. You, you understand what I'm saying? Wealth is all of the posts that you put up on Facebook. You know what I mean? Uh, for the KTL audience that's listening right now, that's your wealth, your intellectual property. You know, the wealth is the ideas, the the the, uh, the 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 diamonds that flow from your mouth, from outside of your mind, from inside of your mind, and you bring it into reality. The things that you think about and create, the designs that you may put on a T-shirt or a jacket or a hoodie or whatever it is that you may do, a rhyme that you write up, you put together and piece together. So that's wealth creation. You know, it's 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 being able to create something that has. Uh, uh, that has uh, um, that could, can um, appreciate and value things of that nature, and it can also garner you money and all and all other kind of things as well. It's not just, it doesn't end in money. So the black media is a vacuum right now, or the Moorish Aboriginal Indigenous people's media is a huge vacuum right now. This is where the wealth lies. This is where this is where it waits. This this is the black hole that it sits in. So we have to tap into that and begin to realize what these three cases, this trifecta of uh Garner, um Martin and uh Brown has showed us that and, and all of the other five hundred um unreported cases is the simple fact that the voices and the uh the quote unquote intellectual collective that is being um they're like the grand jury right now their 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 grand jury is is out in in terms of what the media is reporting and the limit to which they're allowing the populace to to take their their minds you know what i mean the 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 limit in which they're able to feed you information and as we do know it's it's fast food that they're feeding you right now just from the simple video that the blue pill put up with brother rich you know the 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 sentiments that the europeans and the protesters were showing and sharing i have not seen that on cnn fox 5 uh rt uh alex jones any of these quote unquote media outlets they're not giving you the real information he's just out there that's a 45 minute video and i and i heard and i was uh privy to witness uh um a level of overstanding and a level of intellect 
and a level of information that none of these outlets provide. So all I'm saying is this, that, you know, the demonstrations are being shown. You know, the time is now. Uh, the people who are asking for solutions, who have the finances, that have the means, they have studios and cameras and everything, now is the time to, you know, sit down at the table with those that are doing the work and take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. And even if there's people that listen to these shows and know of people that exist in these circles, it's time to connect the dots because that's the main thing that I'm going to walk away from this whole situation with. Like I said, these are times that we thrive in. These are times that we're able to create in. These, these times don't worry us. You know what I'm saying? Because out of chaos does come order. So we actually actively look for the chaos. You know, and you should too. You know what I mean? If you know what to do with it. So this is the time for those of us who are serious, those of us who have been doing the work, let the record show that this work has been, you know, before a grand jury decision, this work has been, um, you know, it's been being, it's been being it's demonstrated. Been demonstrated. Right. It's been demonstrated for, for many, 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 many years. Simply stand on the so, shoulders right. of you know, we we we're we're looking at the dissolution of one thing for the raising of another. So people no longer what want what's being presented. They no longer have faith in the system. They no longer have faith in the media. So that presents an opportunity for new media to come forth. But with all of these things that we're talking about, there has to be an approach, like the yeah. brothers gonna explain tonight, to a new logic. You know what I'm saying? You can't continue to do the same things thinking the same way. Change how you think, you're going to change how you see the situation, then you're going to change how you approach the situation. You know what I mean? Then we can actually start talking about getting effective change. You can wake up, it should have be already changed for you. You know, bring that ticket to your, to your subconscious state in your sleep. You know, how do you think about the situation? You know, how do you see the situation? So I was I was compelled on Wednesday night after I saw, you know, the quote-unquote non-indictment, and then I just started seeing how people were responding on my timeline and some of the conversations I was privy to that were taking place, you know, outside in, in the quote-unquote outside world. And I just came home and I started writing a note based on the rule of law. You know, and it's funny that people are continuously growing and thrusting themselves at the feet of a system that they're saying doesn't work and doesn't serve them, but you keep asking for justice from the same sentence, I mean, from the same system. You're saying the state is not serving your purpose, but you're waiting for the feds to come in. That's like if you are one of the three little piggies and you go into the mother of the wolf saying, yo, your son just blew my house down. And because she has on stately attire and glasses and shit and she looks all demure or what have you, you fooled by her appearance and you think that there's no connection there or you think she's going to have a level of compassion, then she's going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm going to go talk to my son. And she's going to go to her son and be like, you did exactly what the fuck I taught you to do. You understand? Yeah. And bring me a piece of bacon. And that's that. Like, ooh, why do you think you're going to get this system? And the military and the police are there to enforce that system. The system is part of an empire. 
there needs to be a different approach to just how one sees themselves as part of that dynamic. You feel me? And no change should be external. You know what I'm saying? You got to internalize change first and foremost. And it starts with how you think. So we're going to get into that. You know, I'm excited about tonight's program. People have definitely been asking for it, and it's here. Right. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, let's, let's let's give them a quick rundown of the events that are taking place over the weekend. Yeah, so the staff this is familiar weekend. With that. All right. Yeah, definitely. All right. We are definitely honored to announce that Brother Katie, the off degree, will be back in New York City appearing at the Melanin Conference this weekend alongside some elders, some legends, Dr. Leila Africa, Kaba Hiawatha, also known as our brother, Professor Booker T. Coleman. Dr. Arlene Bay is going to be in the building. And, of course, you know, the young Phenom kid to the art degree, alongside brother Joshua Sawa, who was on the episode this past Tuesday. If you haven't heard of family, going to the archive, you know, instant classic, instant classic download, feel me? So you definitely need that in your archive. Check out last week's episode. But more importantly, come out if you're in the city, see this dynamic demonstration at the National Black Theater this Sunday, okay? I think doors open at 2 p.m., 2035 or 2033 Fifth Avenue is the address, the National Black Theater, all right? And, um, also, I believe uh, Umar is going to be in Harlem as well at Miss. He'll be over at Miss for Anthony Browder. They'll be in the building. Okay. Uh, that Sunday as well. Yeah. Feel me? Indeed. Outside of that, uh, I don't really have a handle on what else is going on this weekend. Do you know of anything? No, sir. Uh, I think that's it for what I know. Okay. You know? So if I do, if something else pops up, I just, you know, I'll be able to say it. With no further ado, if you don't have any other announcements, I would love to get into tonight's episode. It's highly anticipated. We've long awaited the return of our brother, Buddha Clinks. I want to give him all of the time that he needs. Family has been inboxing me about donations. You know, they want a longer program. Telling you, family, you want a longer program, that's something that you're going to have to invest in. You know what I'm saying? This is just much something that you're benefiting from as, as the, the, the guests that come on. You know, so pmorpheus at gmail.com, P-M-O-O-R-P-H-E-U-S. That's the PayPal. You can send the donations directly there and we'll get an extended platform, a program, you know, and everybody can benefit. You know what I'm saying? Give a little to give a little. All right? And if the family is not in the chat, because I dropped the link to the clip that we were speaking about earlier, if the family's not in the chat and you're listening to this on the radio, to an archive, and you want to see that raw footage that we have, shout out to Brother Rich and the Underground Railroad. You can go to uh, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? And the brother's channel is Blackmagic363, M-A-G-I-K, 
That's how he spells magic. Pack Magic 363. You can put it Underground Railroad uh, TV, I guess, on YouTube. Or you could just go for the, the title of this particular clip, which is Eric Garner Protest Takeover New York City featuring Blue Pill. All right. Okay, let's see. Brother Buddha, are you ready? If you are, press 1 on your phone. And I'll get into this description, and we can jump into the program. I just got some epic, epic news about a guest that we have coming forth next week. I'm not going to share it just as yet. I'm just going to tell you, family, this is legendary. It's never been done in the history of blog talk radio. You know, as an elder told me this this earlier this week, we are the grandfathers of Block Talk Radio. You know what I'm saying? We've been here forever doing our thing, and we are still setting precedents. The best is yet to come. Our fifth anniversary is coming up on January. You know what I'm saying? And the lineup that we have, the programs that we have in store are profound, but we got to step it up. We got to take it to another format, another platform. We got to get this news channel situation popping, you know, they got some clips going around on more TV. Shout out to them. I like what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? But you already know. Yeah. So let's get into tonight's episode. KTL Radio presents Rhetoric versus the Vulgus. Okay? Logic versus Legia. All right? Hold on. There's, there's another part of the title I want to read. Logic versus Legia in the plea for just post lamini Okay, and our guest is going to get into the full dissection of exactly what that means tonight. Join Nova Ledge Radio for the highly anticipated return of Buddha Clinks. We will juxtapose logic and Legia to explore isolation or the presence of anything postulated, thereby contextualizing rhetoric, law, and other discourses slash ideologies imposed in the creation of the vulgus. Thus, we will provide an interpretive format for the emotional and sensory assault on spiritual and cultural movements attempts to address with no avail. In doing so, we will understand the paradox of the logo and avoid logomachy and semantic circumlocution. Okay. So tune in tonight. You are tuned in, family. You are here in the building. But please make sure that you have your pad and your pen near you because class is in session. Family, with no further ado, we present to you caller from the 213-804, waving the 44s, kicking in the door. Brother, your brother, Buddha Clinks. Pills. Yo, yo, Peace. yo. Peace to the family and nation. Yeah. Peace to the pills. Peace What's to up, the family. Can y'all hear me all here? All is well. Yes, we can yes. hear you loud and clear. All right, all right. Yeah, man, the frequency loud out there in New York. So I, I, I got, I got to come through, man. I got to come through for the You're family done, out there. <laughs> you know, I got to pick up everybody out there. Especially all my brethren out there in St. Louis, man. Big up my brethren there. I got real brethren out there on the streets. Um, so I just want to make sure them brethren safe. 
Big up all my Harlem family and my Brooklyn family, Staten Island family, because yes. I know that y'all going through it out there. You know what I'm saying? Though. Big up my brethren in Cleveland. Big up all my brethren them over by Shaw High School, off the block. My brethren them from Buckeye. I know y'all going through it. You know what I'm saying? So just everybody out there, you know, I came through to kind of um, comment um, on things that's going down, and we're going to get a little deep tonight, but in the beginning, what I kind of wanted to do is just test the frequency of of of, of y'all and the situation, and you kind of said it, though, in the beginning from what you was um, explaining about what's going on in New York and um, the reaction of the people. And there was a reason that I chose that title, um, just so people understand that when um, we talk about the vulgus, the vulgus is um, a term that refers to the common people. And the common people was based on the language that was disseminated, I don't even want to use the word disseminated, that was um, given to the common people. And um, they were allowed to express themselves. And that, that language was the language framework of any nation state or what would become nation states. Now, this is very important because it meant that what you think of as the people was considered common, but this common carried a negative connotation um, in the word vulgar. That's why I used the word bogus. And it was drawn together under the act of what they would consider vulgarity based on the first Bible that was created for the masses that would become what you call the public, which was the Latin vulgate. And that's where all the connotations of the word vulgar. And when you hear the word vulgar, you don't think of biblical text. You think of something negative because the congregation of the people in reference to the state was always viewed as something negative, and they had to control and manipulate and provide impetus emotionally for you to center around in order to preserve the rule of law that the state represented at the time. Now, why do you say this? Because I'm saying there's been tremendous pain that people have displayed and that they're using to have a certain sort of bonding of the people in, in the public as a display against authority but in support of the rule of law. Now, this is crazy. This is some crazy thing. This sounds very paradoxical that's going on, and it bespeaks to the nature of, of how illogic the people are because they don't know how to think, and they haven't been taught how to process information. So the only way to control them is to provide emotional impetus for them to um, congregate around. And in this emotional impetus, then they, they, they're, they're motivated to move, and you have these mass movements. You have this critical mass. And um, let me explain a lot of this later, too, when we get into the physics behind all this, because there's a, a physics associated with this. Now, this is important because it blinds the people from what's actually taking place. Why do I say this? 
Because I come out of the 80s, and I remember when the police, you know, they used to shoot people all the time. Nobody cared. We cared, but there was no there was no big critical mass reaction. I mean, people used to get shot, left in the alleys. It was viewed. It was witnessed. The police ride up on you, snatch you out the car, beat you up, drop you off in the wrong neighborhood, all type of things just to get you destroyed. There was no... There was no critical mass effort. There was a media then. There was a public um, um, oral oral media. There was a tradition, but there was no there was no massive outcry. There was there was um, there was hip hop concerts where white people witnessed this going on. So I have nothing to do with white people witnessing this. Like this has been witnessed before, but there was no critical movement. And suddenly, these brothers get shot. And most of them are unarmed. And this is crazy. I ain't seen police running the drug houses with people armed and not plus one shot. So yeah. is, is there something else that's going on that, that that's being programmed that you're not seeing? And I'm and I ain't talking about on the false flag movement and all of that. I'm saying there's something else going on in the psyche of people that's happening right before our eyes and and we can't witness it. So I'll give you a thing. I'll take you back to the Trayvon Martin case now. This is going to be a very um, important thing I'm going to say to the people. I was listening to the Trayvon Martin case, and when I watched the trial, and the man there brought in a rock. He brought in a piece of the cement, and he told the people that Trayvon was armed because he had the cement in it. I looked at all my friends, and I said, yo, wherever you go, it don't matter if you have a gun anymore. You're always armed. Because your strength and your your power as a black man to note fear in these people, and this man just got to go in court and make a mockery of this man's death by saying he was armed with the cement, that the cement was a weapon. And then he went on to say that Trayvon was a non-person before the court. Boom. Uh, I, I said, oh, it's a wrap. The man's going to get off and nothing is going to happen. And people couldn't understand. I said, he told you he was a non-person. Only person stands before the court. Okay. Well, why is that important? Because if you commit the number one crime, the only crime that you can really commit on earth is a trespass, okay, against property or a person. If you do it against um, property that's not physical is what they call a tort, and it has to do with some fictitious property when you get into legal law. Now, anyway, the main thing is a trespass. When you're in the state of a trespass and you die while you're committing a trespass, there's no remedy for you because the law cannot defend based on logic. It's logic. This has nothing to do with what's right or wrong. It's based on logic. The law cannot defend someone that was committing a trespass. Period. The law has no opportunity for that person to present a case to the court. Now, in all of these instances, fundamentally, the people were engaged in a trespass at the time of their death. This is what the grand jury heard. All these juries, this is the actual instruction the judge gave to them. So when they get in there and they start what y'all call deliberating, they're working out their emotions about how they feel about the crime. But then there's somebody that's a foreman, that's well-trained and understands this. 
and is telling them, no, that doesn't fit the jury context and the jury law because there was a trespass being committed, so there's no remedy. The only way we can go and remedy this situation is to find out if there was a trespass being perpetrated before he engaged in the trespass. Then that's when they go and draw for federal jurisdiction because what they're trying to preserve is this thing called the rule of law. And in this linear time period I tried to explain to you all about in this third dimension, in this SVO pattern of reality, all you have is the logic that comes out of anything that you postulate, okay? And if you postulate, that means like you create it, you have a thought, you make a statement, you bring a point into existence. That thing in and of itself is a thing. A thought is a thing. It becomes an energy wave. Once it has energy, it has mass, and it exists. It's actual, it becomes a thing in space and time in and of itself, and it's axiomatic, meaning that it's self-evident. There's nothing else to prove that the thought exists except for the thought. Now, once that occurs, there becomes a logic that is implied with the actual presence of something being stated. Now, based on that thing existing, based on it coming into existence, it has a logic immediate to it that has to play out in its movement. If it does not have a logic that allows it to move and create motion, then it doesn't exist. It, 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 it can't produce a charge, and it can't um, have an energy. So when you start getting to this thing called the rule of law, the rule of law has replaced authority in the sense that there is no author of the law itself anymore. It's the logic behind preserving the concept that this thing called the law has to rule you because the law has replaced the monarchy. So in this situation that you see going on with this, this massive display of, 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 of aggression um, and emotional outbursts towards people that you think are in authority, you're going to want to supersede the individual because of the points, instances of so much pain and acquire more respect and want of the rule of law, which is going to manifest as the state encroaching upon your space as the object, because the state is now the subject in the senses, and its verb is going to encroach upon you as the object to complete itself, because when you're writing, okay, this is, man, she's about to get deep, man. I don't know how to really bring this down. I'm trying to explain to people real talk. When you're writing, the point your thing ends, the reason you use a period at the end is because it begins with a period. And the first period is the point you're making. And this is why you have to, you end in a point and people be like, oh, you make a point. And how did you make a point? Because that point is a reference and a metaphor for the first dot. The first dot is the emanation of something, a thought. And a thought is a thing. And a thing only exists in the context of a speech act as a part of speech in a sentence format. 
The sentence can only be a function of a complete thought. That's what it is. You have to complete the thought, meaning that the thing that you brought in has to objectify itself and interact something else to give emotion. Otherwise, it won't do anything. There's nothing else. There's nothing else for it to do. So when the state now is manifested as the rule of law, it has to encroach upon your rights as what you think of as the individual and the autonomous human that has some ability to be um, self-evident because you have an eye, which is a thought of yourself. And I keep trying to tell you all in the world of tones, the way that you perceive self didn't exist. It didn't exist like that. It wasn't a point isolated instance of I against a, a, a world that was separate and inactive from you that you had to move through in a linear um, format to objectify reality. It just didn't work like that. The the structure of your language um, um, changed. Um, when when you follow when you follow the um the sun, all the religions that follow and worship the sun are the religions that are right from right to left. When you quit worshiping the sun and you seen that the earth was a point instant in of itself and the earth revolved and the earth revolves from left to right, your writing changed and then you became a point instant. In this thing called space, you became a satellite yourself. You became um, an embodiment of this new logic that was consistent with the way words and language would be structured. And this is what you see playing out in a macrocosm effort in the logic of what's going on, because what's going to come out of this is most people that don't understand the rule of law and how it works and where your preservations were as the people, you're going to attack the grand jury not realizing that the grand jury is full of a lot of illogical people, and you're not going to understand the principle of law that you're going to eradicate is going to remove the last vestige that people have to stand before the court as people and not as persons. And this is very important. This is like, yo, this is this some crazy shit that's going on, which means that now you're only going to exist as a juristic person, period. And there will be no way to exercise the rights of people which exist before states. And remember, people is different than the public. When I say the bogus and they say that's the common people, that's kind of a misnomer. It should be the common public. And the public is created by what is publicized. And what is publicized is according authority from the state, and it controls what is called public opinion because what is public and publicly produced in the language of Franklin is what creates the public because they can combine around this. That creates public opinion, then that public opinion is given a policy. That public policy then turns into what the police enforce and the policy. The public policy for generations has been that you can kill 
anybody engaged in the trespass. <laughs> this is real talk. This is just real talk. Now, without you understanding that, and they criminalize most of everything you do in your life so that almost any time you go into public, you're, cre- you're, create- you're committing the trespass against the tort against the state because the state is a thing, an entity in of its own self, and has the same degree of logic to perpetuate what it is. You see, logic defends the pattern behind the thing proposed. Now, remember, anything that comes into existence um, has to radiate. Now, this is where we're going to get deep tonight. It has to radiate in order for it to exist, meaning that it has to process and give off light. The only way you can do that is through friction. If there's nothing else, then you have to do the friction in self. And that means that you have to compress upon yourself your mass so much that it splits and breaks apart due to friction, heat, and it starts to radiate so that it be, there becomes a separation, there becomes two things. Other than that, it has to interact with something else and bump off and cause friction and displace that energy into another medium. It, it has to. Nothing else can work. That means that anything that comes into existence comes with a logical pattern already there to defend it. When you don't understand that pattern because you don't understand, let's say, the um, the metaphors behind it, and I'll give you an example about that. Um, when I was used the word disseminate earlier, and it means to um, spread something out and decimate. Another connotation where it means to destroy something, and you go to the etymology on it, and it comes from the dispersal of semen from um, prisoners of war during the Roman period um, and the spreading of the Roman seed on their land as a sign of conquest, some goddamn homosexual acts, whatever. But anyway, now that word... And its essence meant that, but how you use it metaphorically based on the idea of the destruction of the seed and the spreading of the seed, you use the word to mean spread or destruction. But you don't have a real understanding of the logic of the term if you can't go to the etymologue and then see how the metaphor has been applied in common language so that you can see the nature of your your um your use of the term in order to give it one meaning because every word you ever use, I already told y'all in the last build, it has a metaphor, which means it comes out of this binary opposition. Because if you don't have two things to um, collide or juxtapose or dichotomize or um, compared in a metaphoric form to where you can grab similarities, you can't have anything because that's where the friction occurs. To give the new thing, it's the dispersal of energy becomes the new word. How you apply that new word, again, 
functions in the sentence to complete a thought, which creates a whole other binary and metaphoric situation that has that same pattern of logic to it. This is what's going on with your thought. What most people do when they're thinking is apply what is called logia to their emotional outbursts, meaning that logia is the collection of your religious and your spiritual thinker, and it's just a collection of the same. It's not an interpretation or a logical explanation. It's just a collection of the same. Then those collections of the sayings become your bonds emotionally and become what you know, and that becomes your faith. Then that becomes the way in which you process information because I told y'all that, you know, everybody's coming off the story of Jesus Christ, and most of you are part of that narratology, and you see yourself within that context of narrative. You even talk about the story of your life. You live within the concept of the Jesus timeline. You use the language based on the Jesus Christ narrative to communicate your thought. You exist in the world of subject versus object, which is the trinity of Jesus Christ to to give that uh, a facet of, 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 of reality in third dimension and, and explain that. So you, you, you can't escape this. When, when you apply the logia, it becomes what defends your narrative. And then the way you process information has to go into that narrative process, and in doing so, you use, well, you lose an understanding of the inherent logic pattern goes into any speech act that you, um, you, you engage in and how you state. And in a, like I said, I just went to a microcosmic level and, and talked about some physics to explain this big macrocosmic thing that you see happening before you and emotionally you know that this death, this dissolution, this disorder is wrong and that um, you want to do something about it. Paradoxically, you know there's very little you can do about it, and you have to call upon (laughs) and use this thing called the rule of law, which if you don't understand logically what it is, it's going to encroach upon you to a point to where you 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 don't know the discourse or the ideology because, like I told you, that comes from the state. They're the ones that created the bogus. They're the ones that um, control your congregation and your assembly. Um, they're the ones that that, that condemned and and gave the the congregation of the people a negative connotation in the face of reality to where we see it as positive. And we think the people are, are coming together. No, the people are being congregated once again to salute the same rule of law that has been felt in them emotionally, but 
logically has served has served them because it it's consistent with the manner in which they see themselves or think they are in in, in retrospect to autonomy and hum, and principles of humanism that have infiltrated their emotional standpoint. Now, is there any questions you want to ask me before we go deeper? Because there's some more things, uh, a lot more things that I'm going to talk about, like a whole lot, but that's just sort of the opening part, you know, and I know it's getting a little quiet out there. I want to make sure everybody's still with me. Yeah, I'm definitely letting you, you know, build a premise, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, there's been a little bit of, of feedback from the chat. Some people said that, you know, they don't necessarily understand law, but they're still trying to follow what's being said, which is even more reason I feel to follow what's being said. So, you know, please continue. Oh, oh, we'll see. Well, I'm using law to explain logic is what I'm trying to do to them. Like, um, the law is simple. You 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 get your laws from the so called laws of nature. The laws of nature are based on sentence structure. The sentences you use are called mathematical statements. The proofs of those mathematical statements become your manipulation of arithmetic and numbers. Like I told you in the last bill, to achieve balance, because the, the, your regulation and of friction is all you have. And the degree, all right, I'll give you an example. If you know math, you create an unbalanced equation. You got to create another equation to balance that equation. If it takes you less steps to balance that equation, then you have a dispersal of energy in there. Now, with that that dispersal of energy, depending on what you're doing, you can magnify that, and it becomes a source of power, and this and that. All math is about balancing the friction that occurs between objects, because that's the only way you can know something. And I'm trying to explain to you that if, when your physics and things come in with a logic inherent to them because you made a statement, and then you have to work that out until the logic balances. When it doesn't balance, and you have an imbalanced statement or a paradoxical statement, meaning that it's, it, 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 um, it's imbalanced on both ends and it equates, and it's the same mathematics going both ways. This is these deep things I'm talking about. I understand that, but I'm trying to give people an impression that because your laws of nature come into nature with a logic that is inherent to the pattern of their physics, like the, the logic is not a universal thing, is what I'm trying to explain, explain to you. It's, it, it's a pattern that's inherent to what happens when this particular thing is created. And I'm telling you that the state what you think of the state really don't exist anymore. It's this thing called the rule of law. And it has its own logic to it. That has 
no room for emotion. It just doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And I tried to explain to them that if you are committing a trespass and you die in the middle of that trespass, at the time that you were committing a trespass and you died, there is no remedy for you because the law would have to validate you committing the trespass, which can't happen because the law is against trespasses. Period. It don't matter how you feel about it. See, this is the problem. This, this is the problem. You have to understand the logic behind what's going on. And you see, because you don't understand that, then you you get constantly pissed at You go, you're going to run in the streets. You're going to burn buildings down. You're going to, it's too much rage. I, 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 no, there's been rage against you. And the state is not there to protect you. It has no duty to protect you. It just doesn't. Your community, you have to bond. It shouldn't take an impotence and an act from the state to make your ass finally get tired of it. You should have been tired of it in 1985 when they were killing niggas for breakdancing and beating you over the head for, for, for not tying your shoelace. It should have been critical mass then. Media, that's what I'm trying to show you. You're talking about the media, this and that. These apparatuses, these, this, these discourses and ideologies that are given to you are structuring what you call the people, and I'm telling you, it's the bogus. It's based on a bunch of these people that have this Jesus Christ narrative in them. They have been given this this common collective identity to respond emotionally to something that has nothing to do with that. This is why people that that are caught up in this legally, they don't know how to respond to this critical mass, and that's why I'm trying to tell you, they're going to use this to re-engineer, socially engineer you, back into the belief, into the rule of law. But it's the rule of law that produced the scenario that happened. And you're not going to change the rule of law. You see, you're going to have to go back now and attack trespasses that were committed by the officer or the police department prior to the man being engaged in a trespass. The only way you're going to find anything against him. Otherwise, this cat was in a trespass. He's a non-person before the law. All of you people that are listening to the show, you're all persons before the law. There's very few of you out there that are people or who have paperwork where you invoke the status of just post-liminai before the court. So you exist in the logic of the court, and you have no logic. This is why shit don't make sense to you. It's illogical. How can you get away with killing a man? How can this happen? Because you don't know what the fuck you live in. You think you live in a real country and, and real things happen. You, I've told you that this is a fiction. It's based on a narrative story where based on, all the actors have been taken out. And just the structure of the story, the text of the story, is the only thing you have 
to provide you with a sense of self. And then that sense of self has been completely obliterated, already told you that, by the android me. And now your personality exists in media devices. And when you come together in congregation, you're going to get a bunch of emotional frustration, but nobody can explain to you what the fuck happened. And I'm explaining to you exactly what, I'm not saying it's right. You see, that's the point. This has nothing to do with what's right or wrong. This is not a moral or a meritorious judgment. This is not an emotional thing I'm talking about. This is what's dangerous about logic. You don't have no emotion. When logic starts to acquire emotions, it becomes logia. So when they say they don't explain, understand the law, of of of, of course you don't. Because the I law mean, yeah. is your fiction. And you don't believe you live in the fiction. Because you have tangible things that you do and you touch. And 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 you and and right. those are things that provide your experience with um a, a time based reality. A reality where you you can see the motion you make because you're passing and you're interacting with these these things outside right. of you. And like I told you, if you don't interact with other things, there is no there is no idea of you. There is nothing. You won't exist. So because of the the nature and the physics of your existence makes you feel real. You don't understand that the structure of your society and the discourses and ideology that you actually operate in is not real. And right. it's based on the fiction, the fictional structure of the logic of this this world and this time period. And you have to understand that. If you don't understand that, we're going to keep having these situations. It's going to blow up, and then they're going to keep encroaching on you with the rule of law and you're going to go back down and be docile again and go get your chips and, um, you know, have your liquid celebration and and continue and continue and claim that somehow lingeringly you're progressing, that the society is, is getting better, that there is a solution to problems when that's even the wrong terminology to lose. You lose. There ain't no solution because that's breaking bondage. The actual thing is the remedy to the disease of the mind, which has infiltrated you. The remedy to to the um, the legal situation that you find yourself in that dominates your reality itself. And if you don't think it's true, you just I don't know what to tell you. But I just don't know what to tell you. And you got to keep no being regulated. No, I mean you know, admittingly, some people are just tuning in for the first time and hearing this, so they probably never heard the discourse about the logic. But I do want you to continue. Um, do me a favor, though. If you're speaking on speakerphone, can you speak directly into the phone? I want to make sure that it's as clear as possible. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Is that better? There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Please continue, my brother. Hear me? Rob. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. All right. All right, my boss. Yeah. 
We need an eye. Nah, but we're good, man. Um, it's um, gosh, the illogic of um, of 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 of, of the situation is just it's frustrating to me that um, just our people. If you don't know how your thought is structured and how your thinking works and how there's an inherent logic, like there's an inherent logic to the manifestation of an uh, of an atom. Uh, when you get down to quantum mechanics, there's a reason that it acts illogical to you because it's at a scale that's oriented completely different than the linear scale you operate on, so you can't expect it to function according to the linear dynamics that you use. You've got to go and, and create quantum um, physics and quantum dynamics to explain what's going on um, down there because everything that is created inherently comes in with a logic, period. And I keep telling you, I told you there's only four points to logic. Uh, nothing, nothing versus, no, um, nothing negates something, something negates nothing, both nothing and both something exist at the same time. We're in quantum mechanics where you got that paradox where both nothing and both something exist at the same time, and there's an inherent logic, logical structure where you play out the numbers that comes with that. And I'm telling you, the, your, your basic physical laws come in with an implied logic that's inherent to their structure, and it's the logic that gives them the structure. It, I don't have no other way to explain this to you. And so, therefore... When whatever you're thinking about something, if you haven't been skilled at these at these at these these concepts, then you don't know how to process the information. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be mad about these this public assault, this um this massive display of death and disrespect um for um life, this assault on the black male image, all these things that are taking place. And you but you gotta remember <laughs> A lot of that is taking place within the context of this illogic. Yes, let's say the actors in there have this illogic going on. Yes, the logic of the rule of law is always going to supersede that and preserve that because each of those actors, no matter how emotionally um, confused and, and illogical they operate, and they still operate within that concept of the rule of law. And the rule of law is going to be preserved at all costs. This is all I'm explaining to you. And I'm trying to get you to see the logic of this situation so that then just maybe rather than a visceral, emotional um, reaction within within that chaos, we could... Uh, we could we we could um, create presence because um, the, the when the universe um, exploded and it exploded in the chaos. Anytime something 
manifests itself, it manifests itself in order. Meaning that it comes in with a logical pattern. Now in that order, that logic eventually breaks down. All logic, all sentences, all metaphors, all all binary oppositions eventually break down. If you play the math out long enough, it will eventually fold in back upon itself and move towards this order. These are principles of physics, like, but it's your life. It's what's going on. So now you got a big thing of chaos. Maybe, just maybe, if I could get people to impress this whole idea of what's really going on and get them to think logically about some things instead of emotionally, and we can build the rationale on a decent deeper level, just maybe within that chaos, I can create a point of order that manifests and has a logic to it that can change and give people a new way of thinking that can create other ideas which will create reality as we know them physically based on the logic of a thought coming into existence. And you see, everything you see in the universe is that's manifesting itself is repeating the process of the universe. It manifests as a thought, an idea, and it, it moves from the order that it manifests itself in into a disorder, a disunity. But when it first manifests, so all this this chaos you see is actually attempts an order to take place in in a situation that is constantly and even more rapidly um, moving towards disorder. And within that, you just see more little pieces of order trying to pop up in chaos. Well, you've got a whole lot of chaos going on right now. And within this, there can be a new thought, boom, to pop in rather than the same old thought. Like, for instance, you can't, you can't say illogical things. You can't say illogical things to people anymore in the community. We need to stop that. Unless you explain it a metaphor, because you 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 know the white man's the devil. What what you mean by that? Are you talking about in the context of Christianity, or do you mean that as a metaphor for the white man live backwards, and then you're still drawing on um, a Christian binary opposition to explain behaviors? Yet you don't have no affiliation for Christianity in your argument, but yet you're still drawing on this metaphor. And now you're mixing it and applying it to mean something emotionally, which I understand what you're doing, but logically what you're doing is don't make no Yo, Yo. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddha, we with you. One of my friends yeah, must have Sorry about that. So, um... So this is why you know I'm trying to explain why it's very important hold, to hold on. I can't hear you. Something might have happened with your phone. You sound far away. Yo, yo, yo. Can you hear me now? Oh, let me see what happened with the phone. Yeah, oh, yeah, I hear, hear you better now. Yep. Can you hear me now? You good? Yo, what's up with my phone? Yo, can you hear me now? I can hear you. You good? Yeah, yeah, Buddha. yeah. We back now. Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Somebody tried to call me. I don't know. One of my brethren called me. I'm supposed to share something they like. We're telling them don't um, interrupt me when I'm on the show, so forgive me, people, about that. But, no, I'm trying to um, 
express to people how how you um how you how you think, and if you know how you think, then you can process information you're receiving more clearly and and react to it with with a a greater sincerity rather than um a um an irrational irrational emotive outburst. This is all I'm getting at the people, at, and I'm trying to get them to um, understand that if you you don't you don't get it. That's why um, I added just post lemonade to the um, to the title, which is a um, a legal petition that um, allows you to be restored to your proper status that you were at the end of a conflict or conquering, kidnapping, or um, war, or international trespass committed against your, um, your your people and their peoplehood. And once this is done, you have the right to be is reinstated to your full status, yet you remain all in, 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 in control and in power of all the significant gains that whoever conquered you had achieved during your time of captivity. This is a very simple concept of law. This is what every black organization is trying to get y'all to do. They're trying to get you to organize so that they can go and place an application for just post lemonade before the the world court and then get you reinstated as um to your proper status. Now the whole discussion has been well what is your proper status and what are the significant gains that you will be entitled to? Because if you think you came from Africa and you going back to uh Nigeria, colonial country that, that that has nothing to do with where you were taken from as a people, and those people have dissolved themselves also into legal fictions. Uh, <laughs> that that kind of don't make no sense to the world court. Logically, it don't. It might make sense to you emotionally because you are impassioned about the red, black, and green, and the um, prehistoric and ancient history and accomplishments we have over there, and all of these things that draw you to Africa, but if you go and you present that to the world court, well, it's not going to hold no water because they're trying to decide, well, where do these people, where can we place these people in the concept of just post-liminite? The Moors are telling you, the Moors doctrine that we hear, boom, 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 we supersede, this government, and we'd like to be placed back into our rightful status under the charters that um, we actually initiated to y'all to set up all these nation states within our territories. I mean, all these, well, they were they were nation states at the time, which became under the control of this one corporation. We need to keep it that way, um, within our territories. And um, a lot of the people, because they're not explained, just post liminite they think these Moorish people are crazy. They don't have no understanding of the status um, concept and what was the status and, and what are the rules of court that are going to be put before the court 
and why it's important to understand that because without that, the only remedy and the only way you can exist in America is as a juristic 14th Amendment person. It's it. It's it. Now, for me, the status of just post Lemonade would be placing you back in your proper person as a man or woman that then can move into any one of those organizations and that um, your status wasn't dependent upon the nation states as you see it now because we didn't come from nation states. We came from um, people. And, and 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 I'd rather just put it that way. We came from the people because they existed before the, uh, any nation state. You had to have the people to formulate it. Logically, that's the only way that I see us presenting a case before the world court because the only thing that existed before the nation state in American law was created were subjects of empires and monarchies or people that were that that had no authority other than themselves because they they escaped whatever empire monarchy that they were um legally entitled to and owned by as property. And that's why I don't like when people use their metaphors about we the kings and queens. And I'm like, well, we your servants. Everybody can't be king and queen. Like, you got to watch the logic of your metaphors because I know what you mean when you're saying this and you're trying to empower yourself. But logically, you start to 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 impose things on, on, the, on the psyche and how you think. able to process information. So this is why um, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing so much um, on, on the logic of the law is because most of these people, they only exist within the context of the law. If you don't believe me, you know, like they say, try and live outside of that context and see what happens to you. There's a lot of brothers that done tried it, you know, they listen to all that crazy patriot talk and they go out there and try and do some of them things and they get locked up. Some people get through if you know how to really work that just post-Lemini and you know how I mean, to really challenge the, um, the yeah. logic behind their imp- um, imposing imposition yeah, of I mean, the rule of law right. on you uh, um, by by yeah. it goes it goes no further law. right but, um, it goes um, no further right and if you do that then you're you 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 can enter into a stalemate in the courtrooms that's about that's about it. Like other than that, without understanding this stuff, I don't even know how to talk to a lot of people. And if you think it doesn't matter, you're crazy. 
because you don't exist in any other status. Period. And I'm talking not to the um, those of us that know. I'm talking to those of us that don't know. Like I said, trying to logically get them to understand. And what you see happening is a direct result of us not understanding the logic of the law and being victimized by it consistently, lawfully, and legally. Now, morally, that's something different. But, yeah, those killings were lawful and legal. By the rule of law. That's why y'all ain't got no indictment. Man, you can be mad at me for saying that, but it's the truth. Like, that doesn't mean it was emotionally or morally correct. And if you don't change the logic of the people behind what and how they see the black man, who and what the black man is, if we don't um, apply um, a logic that engenders a respect, then we're going to continue, man, to suffer this stuff. We're going to continue to suffer this stuff. And one of the ways we do that is by understanding the logic of what put us in this situation of being subjected to the rule of law, to where immorality can be imposed upon us um, with at will and without um, consequence. The only consequence is the encroachment and the increase of the rule of law. So can you hear me? Because I can't hear you, man. Yeah, can you hear me? I hear you. Why is this phone going so low, B? I don't know what happened to the phone, B. Like, it just goes Hello? off on me. Can you hear me? Well, I'm going to put some headphones, B, because this thing there goes low. Yeah, I just want to make sure we answer some questions. Yeah. I'm trying to... um. Yo, can you hear me? People to really um to understand that Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to get people to understand that um when you think all right, when you think and you're using this SVO structure, the language, where you have something created that has to interact with something that was already there to complete the meaning of itself. You have to understand the logic inherent to the 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 jet, the thing being thrown out, the the the, the sub and the object. That's what the jet is like. The explosion, the burst of something, it's the um the logic of the Big Bang, if you want to call it that, which is really the logic of of how something manifests in and of itself and becomes self evident. When you create right. things so, I mean when when you create when you when you create things, all things are aspects of the sentence and they're part of nouns. The and and the noun can only exist in a subject form or an object form. And when you look at something objectively, what do you mean? You're looking at it without no influence on it. When you look at something subjectively, it means it has influence on it because the subject 
is going to have to move into motion. It, it's the thing, and it has to encounter something, an object, something is waiting on its motion in order to complete its process. And this is how you think. I'm going to try to explain to the people that there's an inherent logic to the structure of this. And it's very simple. Like, people think stuff is complex. I mean, complicated. No, it's complex. It's not complicated. You know, you can just keep folding the piece of paper and get complex, but it ain't complicated. You just kept folding it. It's that simple. Like, the thing is simple. But if you don't understand the logic of how it works, then you get these words. You get these ideas. You get these concepts. You get these discourses. Well, and within that, you get these metaphors, these binary oppositions that are imposed upon you. They, they become part of your emotions. They grow into the narrative structure of your SVO, the final story that you have to tell as self in order to have um, a meaning in the story of life, in order to have an identity, in order to have an I, which is um, like there's a new concept in the world. I told you all that. There was no I back in the world of tones. You didn't have the I. It just didn't exist. Um, matter of Matter of fact, there was no individuality. You know, certain cultures, everybody born on that day in the culture, that's, that's their name. That's just what it is. Now, um, just to give you a juxtaposition of, of how much of a individuality was lacked amongst the people to where when you come in, because you've come in out of the world where the earth, the earth is its own thing. And it's rotating. What? It's radiating. It's in space. It's, it, it, it's alive. It's giving off light. Well, if it's giving off light, it's radiation. It, there's something interacting with it. Yeah, the other radiation, the other gravity, the other stars, the this and that. That wasn't capable. Like, <laughs> It's very hard to explain to the people how certain things that you take for granted, even how you use the word I and you think about the self at one point were not capable because the logic behind um, the structure of that word and that metaphor didn't even permit the concept of there being a, 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 a bunch of individual things that could have an independent reality in and of themselves. And then once that that idea changed and the direction that you watch things move in, and like I told you, the earth started going from left to right in this rotation, and your ass started writing left to right. And in individuality, the subject manifests. In order to complete the subject, logically, there had to be something objectively that didn't, that was there, independent for the thing to come in interaction with. That, that's God. That's the ultimate reality itself. Well, well God couldn't be subject to the, 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 the subject. Well, then God has to be the subject. That's when you get into the Trinity. And I keep telling you, when that fell down and they created this thing called Jesus Christ, that allowed you to get an eye. And it's all to complete and make logical sense out of this story. That has a bunch of illogical things to it. But that's not the logic. The logic is not the meaning of the story. It's the structure, the text, the pattern. 
And I told you, logic defends the paradigm that's inherent to anything that comes into existence. And when they do, there's a new thing. And now, and I told y'all back on the last bill that that got dissolved. That went away, way back um, in modernism. That's what modernism was about. They've been destroyed this story. I, I explained that to y'all, but you're still living in third density under the SVO, and the world is moving to contrapositive reasoning. And it exists, and the mathematics are in contrapositive reasoning, but we, paradoxically, are still victims of the SVO communication. Now, maybe in, uh, I don't know, uh, 50 or 100 years from now, when we have students that, and children raised up with a quantum grammar and a, and a quantum mechanics and understanding of language, they're going to um, approach the, the structure of, um, of communication much differently than we do. I mean, they're kind of doing it now. I already told you, most of the sentences people write to you now, you've got to recreate everything in your head. Nothing exists kind of out in the form of a complete thought. It's almost the energy is you um, completed it for them to, to, to bring you all together in, a, in, in some strange social quantum dynamic that is um, being regulated, and it might be the creation of a new, uh, a, a, a new form of, of logic. Well, I can't say that. Um, it might be a manifestation of the, um, the contrapositive nature of the logic that we're currently dealing with. And this is why, like I said, when you, you look at the, what's happening with the rule of law and the paradoxical situation that you're caught in, is is because contrapositive um, logic is the essence of paradox, and that's kind of at now in terms of reasoning. But we, in the conscious community and the narrative people that believe in some narrative story um, that happened way back from prehistory, and then you've been marching through time up to now and somehow you find yourself in this condition, um, are crazy. And we don't know how to process information other than that. So if we don't understand that logical pattern, then we can't even get into the contrapositive area and reasoning of logic and thinking, we, and we're behind. And I'm trying to get people to understand the nature of the SVO and what it actually is, because I've yet to see none of them speak outside of that um, interaction in terms of language. Therefore, that means that the logic of that structure, that, um, that continuity of sentence, is inherent to how they think. And they don't get it. They don't even know what a subject is. So they think that, that the things they see exist outside of language, and it's not true. You only see things that you you only you only have words for what you notice, right? And that's why it's called notes and notation. Let's you do see. this, right? Because I see these hands up. 
in the call queue. Um, we got about 30 minutes remaining of this live show because it's only set for two hours. So if you want to take calls now, we can do that. If yes. not, if you still need to go in, you know what uh, I mean? Not obligated uh, to touch your bill. No, 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 no. It's, it's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, yes. It's one okay. other thing I wanted to talk about when I was... Um, Uh, I wanted to, um, when I was telling y'all in the last build about the universe and um, and carbon condensing upon itself, <laughs> and I tried to explain, if it all blew up, the only thing you're going to have left is carbon. It burnt up carbon. The carbon that was radioactive started to spin. The rotation and what it spins at, it creates different elements. This is all it is. When you, and people are like, well, how can you say that? I say, okay, the the force, you know, you call energy, which is not. Energy is a process. Something has to use it to make it energy. Otherwise, it's radiation. And if it don't get used, it, it, it's radiation. Now, the sun is MER, electromagnetic radiation. That's what you know is light. The only thing that can capture light is diamond. Diamond is pure carbon in crystallized form, the crystal carbon. You can cut diamond in such a way where light can go in and won't come out. Uh-oh. What's the only other substance that can do that on Earth? Melanin. Now we got problems. <laughs> you see? Um... Your ability to process electromagnetic radiation, which you know as light, is what your melanin does. You see, this is another fallacy people got to quit saying. They got to quit saying that white people don't have no melanin. No, they don't have no melanin in their skin. That melanin went to their organs. It went to their spine in what is called your substantive nigra, where your substance, where the something, <laughs> your ability to process the something of life, that blackness of life, that substantive nigra, which gives you the ability to process the thought and create out of nothingness, that black dot they talk about. And people keep telling y'all it's the pineal gland. It's the melanin, and their melanin went to preserve them because they had to go inside and, and process light and thermonuclear attic reactions inside their body. And their melanin is inside their organs because their organs had to withstand cold. You were in the sun, and you were in the sun much darker, and you had to be in the sun much longer, and your thermodynamics called for you to get more melanin in your skin so that your organs could function and not be burnt from the the sun in terms of externally. So your melanin is in your skin, and the nature of your environment bred strong organs to where your melanin didn't have to work hard to build up your heart. The, 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 the environment itself strengthened that. Their environment strengthened the, out, the outer layer of their skin. 
Now, you can't go up in the cold longer than no white person. You, you freezing there. You, what the hell is this? Oh, that's why I left New York. I didn't know how the brothers was doing it. Two, three months of the cold is enough for me. I was in six, seven months, 10 years, uh, uh, 300 years, ice age. Black people dead because our melanin would have to re-go inside our body, yo, to preserve our organs against the cold, and then the environment would change the way we, we physically look externally. And then our melanin would change our organs ex- internally to make them more adaptable to that environment. And so you, you cannot not have melanin and be a carbon-based organism on Earth because you wouldn't be able to process electromagnetic radiation and you couldn't live. And if you can't process electromagnetic radiation, you have Thank to create you, it. And, and you become um, luminescent, a bioluminescent being. And, um, our, you know, we don't got too many people walking around glowing. So all right. carbon-based same, life same forms way, right. have to process... Same way there's no such thing... As light, and that means they have to have melanin. Now, and 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 guess what? There ain't no degree to less or more melanin because you can't count and and measure and quantify something that's amorphous. That means it has no shape, no structure, and it comes everywhere all the time. <laughs> I'm just hmm. telling you, B. And so people gotta um, understand that. Now, um, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? There's one other point I had tonight I wanted to drop when I got into the, just to some, um, some, some, some theoretical um, physics for the people. I think, uh, yeah, we can open the lines, man. I think I said most of it, most of it, what I said. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, in, so. in yeah, addition to what you were saying, in addition to what you were saying in regards to the melanin, this is something that was taught to me about 15 years ago by Lester Lovin. Shout out to him. He said that anything without melanin would not exist on this planet. Everything, you know, or everyone for that matter has some, you know, has melanin. Yeah, um, also, there's no such thing as a calcified pineal gland. That's a dead person. So nobody's you. pineal gland is calcified. Bring forth the proof. We just run with Thank things you. that have been told to us, you know, because with no scientific proof. And, and, yeah, we become an illogical people in regards to the things that we espouse upon. You know, we're not the scientists that we did, did our ancestors were, that we claim, claim to be. We are uh, uh, repeaters of rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we repeaters and repeaters of rumors and rhetoric. When I used <laughs> to teach in the rhetoric course... I used to explain to the students that rhetoric was any and everything that you do to convince somebody of your point, of, of your idea. See, people think rhetoric is just words. They don't even know the infrastructure of their society is rhetoric. It communicates power. It communicates this. It communicates that. The police uniform is rhetoric. The change of the police uniform is rhetoric. The television show cops is rhetoric that has changed the dynamics in which people allow police to beat on you with. Um, yes. Yeah, because they've seen it on cops so much, white people snatched and slammed on the ground, duh, 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 that it's commonplace. It's commonplace. There's millions of, of people that saw nothing wrong with what happened. 
to that man. I'm telling you, it's real talk because of the rhetoric of this society. So a lot of people don't even understand what rhetoric is. So like you say, they get to espouse it, and they create a rhetoric behind an emotional reaction based on a a a, a polarity that they want to continue to um to find power in because there's a discourse in the um in the calcified um pineal rhetoric. There's there there's a whole discourse in people that that, that follow that and, and, and they're empowered by that idea and it gives them a new metaphoric reality and, and then they they come up with a logic behind that reality which may not be uh, correct, but like I said, anything that manifests inherently has a logic to it. You just have to play it out to see where it becomes illogical. Then that, you know, the value it has in terms of communicating a reality or completing um, a thought or making a statement in the form of the sentence structure and the only structure you get. You see, this is, oh, that was the other point I was going to tell you. When you get down to the basic physical level, F the science is up. It didn't have me up. There's three things. There's three courts, courts A, B, and C. The paradox of mathematics says it should be infinity. <laughs> you live in SVO. The structure of language is SVO. The, 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 the logic of the quantum SVO is contrapositive. We want to try to explain to you, but the structure of the universe, it will always break down to three liquid things. Within a structure, some box of four is the only way you can express those three things because you have to you have to graph it, meaning that you the reason you have to graph it is because everything you know is based on the radiation that it emits um, as a life form, so it has a wave pattern in that radiation. The only way you know it can have a wave pattern is if you put it in the graph, uh, X-Y graph, you, you place it between two metaphors, X and Y. That's what basically the metaphors are, the juxtaposition. X and Y. It's the only way you can get meaning. It's it. So even when you get down to the basic logic of the universe, paradoxically, it's going to be expressed in the structure of this current form of language, period. Nothing you can do about it. So the element of everything you see come out of three things. All the, all the essays the rap songs, the poetry, the laws, they're all based on the positive of subject, verb, object, fundamentally. They're all going to begin with a thesis, a statement. So we can open the lines, I suppose. Indeed. Indeed. Let's get to the callers. Callers do have their hands up. All right. Let's take the first caller. I want to go to... Caller from the 
three, two, one. Nine one seven seven three four nine one seven seven three four caller. Welcome to KTL. Peace. Peace to the family yes. nations. Buddha Kleist, once again, I must say, uh, this was a very, 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 very outstanding, universally lawful uh presentation. Again, um this was brought off, by the way. Blue Oh, red. oh, oh. Because, because, uh, yeah, no question, no question. I did want to um, add on just something real quick. Um, when you were, you guys were talking and building on the melanin aspect, having been a person that actually um, has had an opportunity to see dead bodies opened up for going to the argument, black and white, when you look at the organs, you can't really tell when you're looking at a white person or a black person sitting side by side. And I can tell you that having been in a, a, a morgues testing uh, dead bodies for uh, DNA purposes. So I've actually had an opportunity to see that. So I, I tell people they may need to really rethink how they look at what melanin is. And when you look at the structure of white people's melanin, this is the difference between white people and black people. And I'm going, to, I'm going to say this geometrically speaking. White people have more, geometrically speaking, the structure of their melanin, is, there is more triangles than black people who have more hexagons. What does that mean? Triangles are, they project. Hexagons contract. That's the difference between both white people and black people, which is why you, you, we need to, in my opinion, I think we need to really look at, um, if we're going to really talk about melanin, we got to really talk about the different gradations of people that we so-called, we call white people and how they respond to specific environmental conditions. The same with the same gradation of black people, because a really dark skin, a person that we call black, responds under certain environments differently than, say, a brown or a tan-skinned person that we might consider black. And then the last I, point I, I agree. That's exactly what I was saying. Oh, oh, yeah. and when I was saying that melanin was in the white people's organs, I didn't mean that it made their organs bigger or, or it, 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 it helped their organs respond to their environment. So there was more of an internal no, no, I, no, of I the melanin. no, no, absolutely. I agree with that because also, too, the reason why, and to your point, what I wanted to say is to your point, because I agree with what you're saying, is when you look at a white person and they're able to manu- move like uh, in certain rhythms like we would consider black people moving in, then those concentrations of melanins on certain sites also have to be taken into consideration, too, within that person that we would consider a white person. And then the last... Hmm? Oh, no, we build in. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about uh, Mellow uh, Gin? The, you mean the Mellow who? Mellow Gin. Mellow... I'm not sure. Uh, I, I want to get that. in that. That, 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 that. That's the gas that the melanocytes process to make melanin. Remember... See, we got to get into the physics. After everything blew up, you only had gases running around. That Well, carbon ash that became these gases, then they condensed more as they picked up more carbon ash. 
and and they charged it, and they added to their mass. And you know, you get the stars. You know, come on, we know the science of all this, this, and that. But for their for 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 the body to produce something, it has to have a chemical combustion occur at the site of the cells, and there has to be a there has to be a gas. So they know that there's a gas that that is produced called melogen that that the um, melanocytes process to produce melanin. I I I, I agree with you. I agree with. There has to be a a chaotic constru- uh, uh, a process that needs to take place, which will be considered in the material form as a chemical process in which you're uh, describing. Term that mm-hmm. you're, you're you're mentioning, I, I'm not, I can't say that I'm familiar with. But what I will say, universally speaking, which um, when you're talking about the creations of stars and the formations of planets, um, which also corresponds to us as well, everything is electrical. This is why I love. Uh, those like Sebi and Ma'a who really promote the electrical aspects, because what they're now saying is, is that stars, uh, stars and planets are formed based on electrical plasma discharges, not clouds and gaseous formation. It is electrical plasma discharges that are the creation of actual planets and formation. So this is where the science is actually moving. So. Uh, in terms of uh, of how planets and, and and physical structures are created in the universe, and when we think about well, it, well, no, no. Remember when I was explaining to the people about um, the creation of something. Everything I said, everything had electricity. The only way you can get absolutely. electricity, the only way you can get electricity is if there's friction. Now the 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 plasma. This, that, that, that they're talking about this electrical charge coming from the only thing that it can be charging is carbon. I'm telling you, brother, that it, 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 that it comes from charged carbon. Everything on Earth is created out of carbon that gets charged. The carbon that doesn't get charged is called dark matter. The carbon well, that the, the carbon that doesn't move, that doesn't rotate. It doesn't float. See, dark matter don't rotate. It floats in space and it has no electrical charge. The, 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 the carbon, it doesn't move. Like a speck of carbon, it doesn't move. Anything that don't move, you know this. And I ain't talking about inertia. I'm talking about actual no movement. There is no force operating upon it, so it has no charge. It's the black hole. And, the, and there's only a speck. Ah, see. Now, 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 I'm glad you mentioned the black hole. Let me say this to you. Now, you got to keep in mind when you understand in a black hole, there is no physicist. You can check space.com. You could go to NASA. There's no physicist. When they hear, they're double-talking. It's the magic, and you understand the rhetoric. When you look at them, they'll tell you. They'll, they'll give you the properties of what they believe is a black hole. But a black hole doesn't exist. They have not found it. It's a theory. Yes. It's a theory yes, of a possibility. So it's what it's I'm all, saying to you, though, but what I want to say is this. When, when, you're, when you're looking I, at... The, I, the reason I'm... I got something to say. The reason you can't find a black hole is because you can't find something that doesn't move. And something that doesn't wow. move does not exist. Well, and that's well, why I tell I, you, at the, center, at the center of the black hole is something that does not move at all. And that's why all light and everything that goes into there cannot escape because there's no more charge, no more movement. 
what happens around that, the effect, is what they consider that what the hell is going on over there because all our laws of physics, every, even whatever, it, 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 it don't work. It don't make no sense. Something over there. And what's over there is something that don't move because you can only know what moves. Well, and only what moves has an electrical charge. That's why the black hole, they can't find it, and it don't exist because it's the point in space that does not move. And that's the logic behind the, the physics of the black hole. The black hole, I, I agree with that description because you can't, you can't deal with anything that doesn't move. But if you're talking what about movement... What I'm, what, I'm, what I'm basically saying is, it, you're, you, when I see science, right, and they're trying to describe what a black hole is, they're giving principles. They gave even three, dif- three different aspects of what they perceive a black, black holes are. One, that's a, one that actually they can harness energy from and create a dynamic from. One that right. you can't, you, you can't you, it, 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 it's a suctionist uh, quality to the to the second one, and then something that's somewhere in between. So they, they, the description that they give is, okay, there's energy that moves around in a specific pattern that they have identified that they consider, okay, well, there must be a black hole there, although we can't identify. How do you did you, know, did you know the Chinese scientists created many black holes in the laboratory? They created them already, Chinese scientists, using pure copper. They create black holes right now. What I'm getting at yeah. is this. You could create a so black hole. We've created black holes in the black community. No, because it's a point in space that you can't measure. You can only measure. You see, what a lot of people don't understand is you don't see nothing actually out there. All you have are, are waves and patterns that you, that you configure based on the logic associated with, with that um, idea, that creation, that concept of light. Mm-hmm. Well, this is true, this is that, then, and this light is bending like that, then something over there. But all you know is right. how to measure electromagnetic radiation. And then that's what makes something as present. See, the, the, right. the, the problem I have with the uh, scientific, uh, or I guess the questions that I have about that scientific theory is the actual properties because they're telling you what could possibly happen without actually understanding that. Now, you, I want to just say something about that creation of the black holes. You, the reason why I perceive that these people could actually tell you the description because they're creating black holes on Earth. What do I mean? How do they create it here? Not in the laboratory. I'm talking about I'm going to show you a physical black hole. What I did was it took me about three hours to, to, to look at all of the black communities in, in the United States, and they strategically placed them. So when you want, what you, when you want to create a black hole <laughs> and, and, and create energy, what you do is you, you create that dynamic. You can filter from each one of these communities as you see fit when you want to create a desired result. That's how they do it because if you study ancient cultures, all of wow, the ancient I like cultures – all of, the ancient, all of the ancient cultures, what they've done was they, they, they based everything on a universal principle. So they already knew the science of black holes. They already know the construct of black holes. They understand the movement. All of, this thing is, all of these things are already in, were in place. So 
when I when I look and I hear these scientists really saying this stuff, it's almost like they double talk to me. I'm like, I, I know there's blackness, right? You know, and then oh, well, let me ask you this stuff uh, too. No, 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 no. Let me wait, show you. Wait, 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 wait. Give me one second, y'all. Hello, hello. Give me one second. Three, four, seven. I gotta get a family to call the number three, four, seven. Six three seven twenty one thirty five is the call in number family three four seven six three seven two one three five. I'm gonna let you get the slash point in, and we have to go to the next caller. Oh, okay. All right. No, no problem. No All problem. Right. Oh, we gonna say Clyde? Okay. I think he was even in the middle of something. Yeah, please finish up, Buddha. You had something you gotta say? No, I lost the B. I'm not even gonna lie. It'll come back. It'll come forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you I have a point, but when you start giving okay. the number, I start listening talking, to the number. Yeah, he was talking about how to use, you know, the collective hoods to formulate these uh, the concepts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I like that. That was dope. That was real dope. I like that. Yeah, right. he said, yeah. He said they created a social black. They, they created a social black hole where no light, no energy can escape, and then they absolutely they, they feed absolutely. off the dynamics around that. That's right, and and what they what I perceived them to also doing because well, when I understood that they, they 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 actually categorized three different types of black holes, which I mentioned just a moment ago. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, perce- I perceived them utilizing black communities as these black holes, and they use them so you could take any incident. And I'll tell you there's something else too. On the West Coast, the West Coast, there's only one state that really has a, a tremendous amount. Of black holes, and that's California. They have uh, oh, they have yes. or not, and, but in the Midwest and on the West Coast, I mean, on the West Coast, but the East Coast have the predominant amount of what I would consider black holes when you utilize the black community. So, well, yo, do, that, that 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 goes back to a point I used to tell people that the whole society is based on the rule of law around you. They're almost. Yes. Almost ninety, yeah, ninety percent of the the employment of this community is to control you. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, because most of sure. the industry they got rid of, the, they don't need them to work there no more. So now they're social workers, police officers, security guards. Yes. Every service to control you because your energy contained within that black hole creates a dynamic around it that allows yes. them. To, to to have a community and a reality. This is why yes. you you have no presence outside of of their position in, in the in the world of work to control your energy. And if you don't yes. work in that aspect of of the society, you're a threat. Yes. Because yes. you you're a product of the rule of law, not an an an, an, an agent of its operation. And yeah, they want to they want to filter you out, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, right. so you're right about that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah the, the creation yes. of the social black holes. Yeah, I like building with guards, man. That was a good deal, hey. Stark. That yeah, was a no good question, deal. Man. Yeah, yeah and I was, yes, yeah. indeed. Hello? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you was going to the next yeah. caller. Yes, yes. Peace, Brother Golf. Peace, peace. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.